Welcome to Sister Take Heart. This is Janet Bernstein. I'm your host. I'm also the founder of the Every Heart Project, a new way of connecting women, heart-based and heart-centered. This is our very first show, and I thought that we would open things up by talking about authenticity. I'm going to be sharing a couple of excerpts from my new book called The New Rules of the Sisterhood that probably might turn some people off. And what I mean is I'm speaking truths in this book. This is not the fluffy book with all the fancy Pinterest quotes that's going to talk about how all women are amazing and we're all meant to live in unity and sing kumbaya and eat s'mores, although all that sounds actually pretty amazing. Um, (laughs) But let's be real. I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. When it comes to sisterhood, we are missing the boat. There's so much more that we could be doing to relate to each other. I've created a circle here locally in the Dallas-Fort Worth area called the Every Heart Sisters. It's a local group of women, and there's actually even a couple of -of out-of-state ladies. And we are really trying to change the conversations that happen among women. I'd be lying if I said it was easy. It's certainly not easy. Most days, uh, I find myself asking the same question, how can I do better? How can I improve these relationships? How can I create a stronger sisterhood? I'm going to be very real. We made some changes in the sisterhood a couple months ago in our local chapter, and we implemented a new membership program. One where we raised monthly prices, but they included different perks like free tickets to events and a mentoring program and a lot of the things that many of the women had been asking for for the last several years. One day, it was kind of brought to my attention that there was a handful of women who left, who chose not to renew their membership, and were now choosing to engage in conversations that were probably not so nice basically talking about this local group as if we weren't really doing the good that we hoped we were doing. Now, this got back to me as the organizer and leader of this group, and it got back to some of my leadership team. And we honestly had to have a very open conversation about, you know what, this is going to take effort to rebuild these types of conversations And unfortunately, these types of toxic behaviors are exactly what we have to deal with to make improvements. So if you're struggling right now in your own relationships with gossip, toxic behaviors, or any of those challenges, sister, take heart, because they're going to exist. The opportunity is for us to step up and show how to deal with them, how to overcome them, and how to change them. So I'm actually really glad that we're having some of these challenges or that we've had them because it's given me the opportunity to show what I'm made of and to show what this circle of sisters is made of. So I know in a lot of local women's groups, there's a lot of drama. Anytime I talk about um, having a women's organization, I get the looks, I get the laughs, I get the eyebrow raises. Everybody kind of thinks I'm a little crazy for wanting to do this and calling it my mission in life. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Bring it on. 
At the end of the day, I'm here for a purpose, just like you. My purpose may be harder on some days than yours, but truthfully, all of our purposes are going to be hard if we're on the right path. If it's easy, it's probably not the right path. I firmly believe that we are meant to go the road less traveled, the one that has the, the weeds and that's not been paved and has none of those lovely comforts of home. We are meant to venture out into the wilderness and to see how hard things are because how are we going to inspire and touch those who are hurting if we stay in our little bubble? So if this sounds like you, sister, take heart because I'm in this with you. I'm going right alongside you. All right, so today's topic, we are actually going to talk about be unapologetically and authentically you. And I'm going to read from the first part of that chapter in my new book, The New Rules of the Sisterhood. And I'm just going to share a little bit with you. I firmly believe that many of the miscommunications and conflicts in the sisterhood happen simply because someone is not being authentic. When we deny who we truly are, we make decisions that are based on false truths or lies. There is only one you. You are unique and you have all sorts of fun quirks and traits that make up your personality. In my case, I tend to stick my tongue out when my husband looks longingly into my eyes and tells me how beautiful I am or how much he loves me. It's not that I want him to not say those things. I just tend to insert comical moments into intense circumstances. Yeah, some might say it's weird. I'm okay with that. I like to burst into song when someone says a sentence that reminds me of a famous musical or favorite movie. I also mimic other accents, sometimes uh, subconsciously, and that's gotten me into trouble a few times. There's a beautiful sister in my local tribe who's from New Zealand, she's probably listening to this right now, and has a gorgeous accent. I once imitated her in an event, but thankfully not on stage, and I think I may have offended her a bit. I did apologize. I don't do it out of disrespect or making fun. I just love doing voices and playing roles. Perhaps it was my many years in musical theater. Whatever the reason, it's part of who I am. The moment I start trying to suppress those personality traits and behaviors, then resentment and discontent starts to creep in. That inner voice starts to whisper things like, don't show them who you truly are or you might scare them. In today's world, women are often caught in a tough place when it comes to authenticity. They want to show up and be real, but they are also trying to be politically correct, tolerant, open-minded, friendly, and everything else they're being told is necessary. And if they're trying to run a business that's fueled by social media, it's even more difficult. I'm going to stop right there. If you um, are intrigued by this, of course, my new book is coming out in the next couple of months, and I will be sharing more excerpts from that book. The reason I wrote this book is because I was seeing a lot of the challenges that we were having in the sisterhood. I was seeing a lot of conflicts. I was seeing a lot of gossip, um, women talking about other women in horrible ways. Instead of being happy for their success and cheering them on, I was seeing them tear others down and, and just causing even more drama. So this book is sort of like the new manual. You know, kind of like everything we've been told, but maybe we haven't absorbed. I'm telling it again, but I'm telling it in kind of a non-threatening, fun, sister-next-door sort of way. A lot of the women at my events say that I'm a comedian. 
I get on stage, I do tell jokes, I do voices, and I make them laugh. Oftentimes, it, it might even look like we're having way too much fun. But I also share nuggets that make them think. And sometimes laughter is a great deterrent, and it makes us question why we're laughing or why we're not laughing. Um, A lot of times, if you just look around, if you're cracking up over something and someone else isn't laughing, that's a good clue that maybe they don't find it funny. And maybe ask yourself why. A lot of times it's because they're offended or they're embarrassed and they just don't speak up. And I do believe that a lot of the problems that we have in the sisterhood are because some of us are speaking up and some of us aren't. And I see this all the time. So when it comes to authenticity, I would encourage you to be who you are. Don't apologize for being the way you are. If you're quirky, if you're weird, if you're crafty, if you're outspoken, if you're introverted, whatever it is, own it, girl. Just own it. And sister, take heart because we are all out there trying to figure it out, who we want to be, how we want to show up. I would say if you are not sure how you want to show up on social media or in your business or in your relationships, you need to spend some time with yourself. Ask yourself, what are the three traits I want to be known for? When I am long gone, what is my legacy going to be? And if how you are living today does not match the answers to those questions, then it's time for change. And you'll know it's time for change because you'll feel out of place. You'll feel a mismatch. That's how you know it's time to change. I would say start with a blank sheet of paper. Doesn't have to be fancy. It could be a legal pad. It could be anything. It could be a napkin, whatever. Get you a blank sheet of paper, something to write on. Write down where you want to be in just a few years from now. Maybe three years, maybe five years. Write down who you want to be. Write down what you want to be known for. How are you going to show up in the world? Do you want to be known for that woman that's educating others on this topic that you know inside and out? Do you want to be a supporter, someone that is there to build others up? Do you want to get your life coach certification? Do you want to learn a new trade? Whatever that looks like, write it down. And then really focus on how you feel when you write it down. If five years from now, success is very clear and you know what you most want, chase after it and don't look back. And don't worry about what others say. Because when you finally start showing up authentically, you will feel it in your soul. You will know it with all of your being because everything will feel right. Your social media posts will feel right. The words that you speak will come out eloquently, strongly, confidently. How you know you are ready for a change is when you say something like, I love my job or I love where I'm at. If it feels wrong or it feels like you're an imposter, that means that you are not where you need to be. It means that you are either faking it and not making it, or it means that you are trying to be someone that you're not. There's a great saying out there that says, no one can be like you. You've got it down. You don't want to be like anybody else either. So how are you showing up authentically? 
Are your posts, are your business posts on point with who you want to be? Are you giving in and just doing what you're supposed to be doing because everybody says that's how you're supposed to do it? Or are you doing, are you blogging from the heart? Are you doing your podcast from the heart? If there is any part of you that is not being authentic, it will show. You will stick out like a sore thumb, but you'll feel it more than anything else. So when it comes to authenticity, it's really about who you are in private should be who you are in public. Don't separate the two. Don't feel like you can't show up as you. I would rather have several hundred connections on Facebook who know who I am and accept who I am than have 5,000 quote unquote friends who know nothing about me or what I stand for. Don't be afraid to draw a line in the sand. If you speak your mind and you're strong about something and you feel that way and someone doesn't like it, that's on them. It has nothing to do with you. Their behavior speaks more to how they are feeling than how you are. Perception is usually not a good indicator of anything. So just because someone perceives you a certain way doesn't mean that that's how you are or how you have to be. If someone speaks up and doesn't like who you are, that's on them. Keep being you and don't be afraid to show up authentically and be unapologetic about it. I totally am. I'm good with that. I also talk about in my book how in years past at various events, I felt really pressured to show up and look a certain part. I felt I had to dress up and wear high heels and suit jackets, and I had to straighten my wild curly hair if I wanted to be taken seriously. And it wasn't until I was watching a documentary about another uh, influencer in women's self-development, and she gets on stage, and she's in jeans and tennis shoes. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh my gosh, I'm not showing up authentically when I get on stage. When they meet me behind the scenes, I'm in jeans and tennis shoes. I've got the wild curly hair. And then when I get on stage, I become somebody totally different. And I'm not overly comfortable up there because I feel out of place. So as soon as I finished watching that documentary, I made a promise to myself that I would show up as me. And so the very next time I took the stage, I was in jeans and red Converse. And it felt amazing. Now, I still do my hair in different ways depending on different events, but that's a whole other topic. I would say however you're most comfortable. My husband likes to say when I'm feeling super sassy, I tend to straighten my curly hair. (laughs) So I think he might be right. So however you're showing up this week or today, in your life, in your business, on social media, in your relationships, make sure that you're showing up as you. Don't try to be someone else because the moment you don't feel accepted, that's when you're going to start to retreat back into yourself. Show up as yourself. People will love you or they'll hate you, but hopefully they choose early so that you know exactly where they stand. That's all we have for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And sister, take heart. Whatever you're going through, I guarantee you there are women out there who have gone through the same exact thing. And we should all be supporting each other in the sisterhood. Have a wonderful day and talk to you soon.